Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. It's a really exciting show today because a lot of people have been asking me since the last uh, couple of blogs and what I've done on Empowered Life and Love about manifesting and quantum physics and um, I love this journey. I love the journey of quantum physics and spirituality and manifesting and how it all fits in and how we can get a really, really deeper understanding of how our life works and how to make it work and the journey for me is amazing. I, I love it and I really love sharing it because it's just such a difference to be able to break out of pain and fear and move into love and joy and creation. And that's what this show is all about today. And it really is about the journey from fear to love. So the name of this radio show is The Illusion That Love Has to Come From Outside of Ourselves. So within this show... What we're going to be talking about is, I would really love to take you on this quantum spiritual journey of self, which is regarding who you really are and what your journey of evolution after being narc abused is. Now, even for people that are listening to this show that may not have been narcissistically abused, this is really about evolution from all pain and fear in our life into becoming our true expansive self. So... How does self-love change us and bring us out of limited, egoic, fearful states? What has been happening in our lives when we have been living in egoic, fearful states in our survival programs? And how do we move out of survival into true, unlimited creation and a loving, expansive life without fear? Which is what we all want. We absolutely do. Okay, so I'm going to get into this show and uh, share this information with you. Recovery from narcissistic abuse is a profound journey of necessary self-transformation. And the reason is because life can be incredibly painful if we don't. Now, I really love that word self-transformation because it's such a powerful word when you really feel into it. And I believe it takes it to another level than self-development, self-development to me sounds a bit soft and a bit, mm, okay, well, I'm working at my self-development. Self-transformation is really literally rewiring our brain, our DNA, the deepest levels of our being and our core and our consciousness. And that's what I believe self-transformation is. So the basis of self-transformation is finding a way to truly connect to ourselves to finally and genuinely love and accept ourselves. I believe successful self-transformation is a spiritual process. 
it's a journey of looking at our life at deeper layers than we may have ever done before. It brings a deeper meaning to our existence, who we really are and what life is really about. So when we embark on a spiritual inner journey into our soul and into our being, we often change our perception from that of being a physical material being into viewing ourselves as an emotional, vibrational, spiritual being, a consciousness being rather than just a blood and bone being. Now what's really interesting is science documents for us this fact that we're all literally made up of 99.999, continue it on as long as you want, different sources have different information, but it's definitely 99.999999, whatever, percent of space. And the truth is, every single atom in our body only contains 0.0001% of matter. Yet until we have a personal breakdown experience, we may have viewed our life as incredibly physical and material, rather than realizing we are a vibrational being. Fundamentally, the much, much greatest part of us is space, which is consciousness. There is energy in that space. So we're really a vibrational being having a physical experience. We may not have realized up to the point of our personal catharsis that we're that the greater part of, part of us, the real part of us, because it is so much bigger, is in fact consciousness. So you will have been able to understand by many of my blogs and my articles, and for those of you who are on the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program, that my philosophies and healing methods are actually addressing and working with your consciousness. They are spiritual and vibrational in nature. They are methods that are used to bypass your logical and limited physical focus in order to affect and change you at a being level, at a consciousness level. So in effect, what that is about is addressing that 99.99999% of you, which is your vibrational self. And that's really important to get to the true part of us. And hence, that's why breakthrough and rapid healing experiences are possible when we start looking at the vibrational consciousness level of ourselves, as well as the ability to be able to alter from the inside out through this consciousness layers of ourselves to be able to change our present physical experiences outside of ourselves because it's all coming from our consciousness. By the age of 35, science tells us that 95% of our emotions and our behaviours are unconscious. Now what that means is they're coming from the back of our brain, they're coming from the primitive part of our brain, which is actually based on the past. It's about our past experiences. So what this means is that we're acting, we're having emotions and we're making choices automatically from our subconscious programming as a result of what happened in our past. So this means we're actually in reaction to our environment and the pain it has caused to us instead of creating a new future for ourselves. 
So this grants us two choices when we understand this. We can either make the conscious effort to change and reprogram ourselves, work through our consciousness, work through rewiring our brains and our vibrations and our subconscious bodies, or we can keep living unconsciously as a victim to life and experiencing more of the same. So the change I believe we make when we recover from narcissistic abuse or any trauma in our life or any painful, fearful programs that are holding us back, if we were to put into what that change needs to be into one sentence is we personally transform from fear into love. So what this means is we need to leave behind the old survival programs that are intentional that is entrenched in our subconscious mind, we need to clear them out and we need to make space so that we can become the forward-moving and expansive programs of love and creation and inspiration instead and personal empowerment, which is what all of those things are. So fearful DNA survival programs, once upon a time, for the human condition were very, very necessary they save people from being eaten alive by wild animals. Now, nowadays, survival programs are a dysfunction because they are just entrenched and they are triggered not by wild animals. They are triggered by all sorts of things in our environment that are bringing up past painful programs that are not relevant today, that are causing a state of being in fear and reaction and survival. So adrenaline, fight and flee and contraction creates chemicals which keep people entrenched in emotions of pain, resentment, judgment, anger, depression, helplessness and confusion. They're all peptide chemicals and they're highly, highly addictive peptide chemicals for the body. So what happens is, is when we get a rush of those chemicals, we actually get hooked and addicted to them and then unconsciously we will keep seeking out the situations in our life that will either appear through our distorted perception to be supplying more of those or actually will create more of the pain to trigger off that chemical rush again. So it's incredibly self-defeating to be living in survival programs. Because the more these emotions are entertained and felt, the more the chemicals compound to keep them going, more brain wiring occurs as neuronets for these painful emotions, and we do go through that intense peptide addiction. And when you're actually getting off those intense peptide addictions, if you don't know how to self-transform yourself at a vibrational, uh, emotional level, and work on your beingness and on your consciousness level, you are literally going to go through withdrawal like a heroin addict. And that's actually what happens to people when they try to do no contact from narcissistic abuse. So when our fearful subconscious survival programs are energized, this is when we're having those that adrenaline and that fight and flee. And it may just be a perception you're having. It may not even be real. A great deal, a beta brainwave is being produced, which means that the logical mind is very, very active. Now, what happens is, is when our, the more active our logical mind goes, 
the more the survival programs are energized. It's a stimulant to the ego prolifically. And then what happens is when the ego, the survival programs are energized, it creates perceptions distorted through maladaptive false premises of the past. It's scientifically proven that in beta brainwave, there is so much less clarity that when, than when we're in the much calmer, centered and connected space of low-range beta or alpha brainwaves or theta brainwaves. So the slower our brain is actually functioning, the more rational we are, the more we have perception, the more we have awareness, the more we have infinite intelligence, the more we have the ability to assess the environment as a oneness in a way that is win-win for all concerned. As soon as the ego is energized and the brain is racing in beta brainwave, then it becomes incredibly selfish. It becomes all about preservation of self and that can mean the destruction of everything around. And as we know, that is a narc pattern that because of over-energized ego. So when we are stuck in survival programs in the fear, we're focused on the material physical part of ourselves. We're incredibly limited because where our focus goes is where our energy goes. We're disconnected from the 99.9999% of ourself. We're disconnected from our true self. We're disconnected from the big part of ourselves. And we're stuck in the tiny percentage of ourselves, which is the 0.00001% of ourselves, this tiny little self, where we do not have the solutions to grow. We can't change. We can't evolve. We're confused. We're powerless. We're disconnected from source, creation, God. And we're disconnected from all of our connection and our harmonic resonance with life. We are not a co-creative, cooperative body in life anymore. We're separated. When the ego is engaged, intuition is non-existent. Our infinite intelligence, our consciousness is not at the helm. An insecure, needy, limited and vengeful, fearful self is instead. So from this place, poor decisions are made, poor choices take place, and it's very likely that exactly what we fear is going to be drawn into our experience time and time and time again. And we need to remember the peptide addiction process. You know, unconsciously, if through peptide addiction, your body, your emotional body is unconditional, it doesn't care whether it's a good charge or a bad charge doesn't care whether it's a charge of bliss or a charge of emotional agony. If it's getting big charges, it's addicted and it will want to seek out the people, situations and experiences that are going to keep those charges going. So this is why it is very, very important to really, really want to get out of our survival self into our true self, into our creation self. It's impossible to move forward into creating new and healthier future realities when we are contracted in fear and anchored in the pain of the past. The truth is our emotional body has no mechanisms to differentiate the past from the present. 
And that's exactly what post-traumatic stress disorder and complicated traumatic stress disorder is, is triggers in your environment, bringing through a memory of the past, and your body not being able to differentiate between that was not now. And this is what our emotional body is always doing. It actually knows no difference from the past, the future, and now. It's all now to the emotional body. And we need to understand that because we need to understand that whatever emotions that we're producing now and we're experiencing now and we've got the brain wiring and the peptides being released about, our body takes that as now. And all of our future events are created from our vibration, our consciousness now. That's why we've got to work at our consciousness. So so we need to look at our vibration, which is our beingness, in the present. So what is our beingness? It's actually whoever we're being. Not who we're pretending to be. It's not a mask. It's whoever we are being. It's what our belief systems are, what, our, what we believe about ourselves and about life. It's about our vibration. It's about our, our authentic emotion that we're experiencing. That is our beingness. Now, our personality is, in fact, our beingness. So where we focus on the creation of our beingness is through our personality. And if our personality is very unconscious and it's being driven by default from our fearful survival programs that are playing out in our subconscious, then our beingness, then our vibration is attracting and creating everything that we don't want in our life. So the goal is simple. We need, the goal is simple. The process does take work. And it takes commitment to ourselves. But the goal is simple. The goal is that we want to transform our beingness to become what we do want to attract in our life. And it needs to be love. It needs to be expansion. It needs to be joy. It needs to be inspiration. And from where you're at, if you're anything but those things, it might feel like a quantum leap. But piece by piece by piece, if you start liberating your emotional self and your subconscious from those survival programs, what you find is what comes in to fill the place of that is that 99.999% of you, which is your true self, which absolutely already is the beingness that you want to be. You've just been disconnected from it because you've been so clogged up with your focus on the the physical material um, preoccupations and your ego and your fears and your survival programs. That's what's kept you separated. So, so if we go back to the part about you being a spiritual vibrational being, that this huge 99.999% of you is actually having a physical experience, which is the zero point. 0.001% of you. So if we were to conclude that the greater part of you by far is unseen space that c- contains consciousness, could we conclude that it is actually your vibration, your level of consciousness, your being, which is creating your scene, your physical experiences? I definitely believe this is the case. And this is why I passionately believe 
that if we wish to change our life, the situations in it, and even what other people are around doing in our repeat experiences, the only way we can affect anything in our life is to make changes at our own beingness level. We cannot have a loving, expansive life that brings us joy when we are being fear. It just isn't possible. We don't have the brain wiring. We don't have the emotions that create or attract loving opportunities or events. And we don't have the space of openness in our mind or our heart to accept love even if it was to present. If it did present, we would have to sabotage it. If we are fear, then we are cut off from love. Which And love needs to come through the bigger part of ourselves, the space and consciousness within the 99.9% of who we really are. Realizing that the self that we thought we were, which was that tiny self, is incredibly small and limited. It is completely contracted and it is running unconscious survival programs that keeps it in fear and limited and shut off from who we really are. So thus we can realize a force bigger than ourself, which you may wish to call consciousness or God or source or creation, is in fact who you really are as the largest part of you. It is in this space which holds the very power and the consciousness of creation and love and truth and expansion. So there is nothing we can change outside of ourselves in order to make us more whole or be loved. Now our little self, our egoic self wants to do that. It absolutely tries to grab stuff from the outside to create that feeling of expansiveness or joy or love or safety. And anything from the outside, none of it is authentic. If we aren't love then any attempts to get love will be codependency. And those attempts are based on addiction and neediness. They're not even about, I really love you. They're about, I need you so that I can feel like I love myself more. That is not true love by any stretch of the imagination. And of course, as codependents, we know neediness and addiction is a terrible formula that can lead to allowing significant abuse. It means hanging on and hanging on rather than risking being by self and learning how to love self. All addictions and neediness are this. They're an attempt to gain an aspect emotionally of self from outside of self rather than connecting to and being that emotion authentically within self. Now, like all addictions, the older that we get, more and more and more is needed to self-medicate. So this is why codependents, if they don't heal, turn into fully blown love or sex addicts and they'll end up taking anything just to try and stop the pain. And they can't be alone to heal themselves. Or when choosing to be alone can feel incredibly lonely, empty, unfulfilled and chronically depressed. So what is the remedy to all of this? We need to make it our mission to love ourselves. So what does loving ourselves really mean? It means knowing that we can be the source of love and approval to ourselves. We can be inner fullness. 
and we know that we can provide this to ourselves, that which we have been craving from outside of ourselves. And we can do everything in our power to make that our most important mission in life because all of the happiness in our life actually depends on it. And because we're in an enormous evolution shift, what your soul is going to do if you are trying to cut the corners and you're trying to be unauthentic, what is going to happen is your soul is going to bring you back time and time and time and time again and say, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, this isn't working because it's not authentic. Once you get it authentically within yourself, you can expand and get more of that, but you cannot get love until you be love. And you know yourself as love. The reality is the grandest and the most infinite part of ourselves, the 99.999% is incredible love, creation and joy. It has simply been our egoic survival programs, our subconscious playing out what it does, our fears and our beliefs and separateness and victimization that have kept us anchored in the small limited self in that 0.0001% of ourselves. And that's what's been stopping us from realizing and connecting to our true source self. So what are the benefits of connecting to our source self, connecting to this 99.0, to our expansive true self and becoming self-love? What are the benefits? The benefits are number one, we get to feel whole, full, at peace and loved and loving right now regardless of whether or not there's a significant other in our life presently. Number two, because we are a vibrational being creating from our beingness consciously instead of just running subconscious, unconscious programs, We get to attract life circumstances and make really good choices regarding what does match this self-love. Number three, we're no longer contracted, fearful, dependent, scared of rejection, abandonment or rocking the boat. We trust ourselves. We trust life. And we know that if we show up authentically as ourself, as an authentic being, that life will reflect back authentic results for us. Number four, we no longer see the universe as a scary, awful, traumatic place. We know we are a vibrational creator and our own beliefs and emotional resonance and what we're working on and focusing on and being conscious about, we know that's what's calling our shots in life. And that is exactly what self-empowerment is. Knowing that we have the power to create our life rather than remaining a powerless victim to it. Number five, we know the universal law of vibrational free will. And if we want to stay in pain and fear, the universe will lovingly comply. And that's what it does unconditionally. It loves us that much. Whatever vibration you're offering, offering, the universe says, I love you so much, I'm going to give you more of that. So the universe will lovingly comply and grant us people and situations that match that implicitly. Or we can, and and we know to get out of all of that, that if we evolve our consciousness to a much higher vibration, we will attract our positive, healthy, loving and supportive belief systems to the letter instead. And we'll easily reject stuff that isn't a match. 
and authentic by being authentic? We'll find out. We'll know. Okay, we trust ourselves. Number six, because we are full and connected to source through love, we are no longer limited. There is no need to accept second or third or worst best. Believing something better may not come along. We're very content to hold off, remain true to ourselves and feel whole and unlimited in the meantime. That is such a relief when you get to that level. It is so beautiful. And looking back at my narcissistic experiences, absolutely I was in a limited self and believed, oh, something better may not come along instead of just knowing my truth. And it changes everything when you get unlimited. When you feel whole, you can wait for the right thing. You don't have to take the scraps of a cake. You can wait for a cake and it's cool. Okay, so number seven is we honor ourselves in all aspects of our life because when we are whole and full of love for ourselves, that is naturally what we do. So what we do, we eat better, we exercise, we hang out with healthier people, we say no to people that aren't as healthy, we just look after ourselves. And that's what we do when we embody self-love, self-worth and self-esteem. We naturally do that. Now please understand that the embodiment of self-love and self-worth and self-esteem, it's not just a concept. We don't think we love ourselves. It's through committing to working on ourselves that we can really feel and know that we do. And this is where there is an enormous difference between just reading information and actually applying it. We don't actually get to embody anything until we create it at a beingness level. Otherwise, it is simply a concept that we haven't integrated into our being cellularly. It hasn't become a way of life. That's what beingness is. So let's look at some things that love is and love isn't. Love is unconditional. It's compassionate. It's supportive and of growth and healing. That's what love is. Love is an encouragement of expansion and well-being. Love isn't conditional. Love isn't, I will only love you if you become or do this or that. Love isn't critical and judgmental of the state you are in now. Love isn't stagnation, which is repetitively going over with the reliving and recreating of what happened to you keeping you stuck in survival programs and peptide addictions to do with your past. That is not love. So now this is all going to be released on the blog tomorrow. So you're going to be able to have a look at this in detail. But I really don't want you to look at that and start doing what codependents can do and go, okay, well, I want to apply that formula to unconditionally loving the narcissist. Okay, that is not what any of this is about. So I don't want you to apply it to anybody outside of yourself and then use cognitive resonance to try to get your love from yourself, from outside of yourself. That's what happens when we make excuses for a personality disordered individual and keep to try and keep them in our life. We're actually running the codependent programs of dependencies. I'm trying to give you a chance, forgive you, fix you, whatever, so that I can get love from outside of myself. That This isn't about any of this. This is about becoming a true source of love to yourself. And that's what we're talking about today. So even if you had not been narcissistically abused, 
This is actually everybody's necessary self-evolution. And if we want to change our world and the consciousness, have a think about this. The only reason anyone in the world does anything harmful to others or allows themselves to be harmed by others is because they do not love themselves. So how do we help heal our world? It starts with self, always, by healing and loving yourself. Because then you'll be completely different in the world. When we have been narcissistically abused, we may feel and see ourselves as anything but wonderful and lovable at the time. Now, the reality is we're emotionally shredded, we're highly hooked, we're addicted, we're codependent, and many areas of our life are more than likely going to be in tatters. So what do you think happens when you stay in conditional love for yourself? You're in shame and guilt and regret and resentment and fear and loss and pain and you believe you will only love yourself if what happened to you changes or if you get your act together or if you recoup that money or if you can stop what all the conditions, okay, everything and anything. Can you see that waiting tool, you're not that what you are now is the only way you can love yourself? Can you see how powerless that is? Or what happens when you decide right here, right now, that regardless of how awful you feel and how bad you and your life looks right now, that you are going to decide to 100% love yourself without conditions and do the very best for yourself that you possibly can? It's a huge difference. So you can even take, and your your ego, your pain body is going to want to kick your head in. It is going to want to tell you how hopeless you are, how useless you are, how unlovable you are, how much you've messed up, how you should have got out earlier. Your ego is going to have a field day with you. And that's what egos do. They kick you when you're down. And you need to push that ego out of the way and do everything you can to bring in a loving true self instead because that loving true self is that 99.9999% of you. It is not a tiny, angry, insecure, fearful little self, which is what your ego is. And how often does our ego run our life until we realize it is not who we are? Okay, so you can take it even further when you are deciding to 100% love yourself and do the best you can for you. You can acknowledge that until this breakdown moment, you had not realized that you were a vibrational being having a physical experience. And you can realize that all of what has happened in your life was because you were creating events and situations unconsciously that match subconscious fearful programming and now you can fully love yourself enough to heal those programs, heal yourself from the inside out and evolve and empower yourself into a life that is so much more incredible than what you could have ever lived before this happened. So you can acknowledge, wow, what was unconscious can now be conscious, finally I can truly change my life from the inside out. This is actually the opportunity of a lifetime to self-transform beyond recognition of the old life you were feeling and experiencing. 
you have the ability to move away from the old self into your true self, that big expansive self, and be the creator of your life instead of the victim of it. Then you will not just be unconsciously living out your life in repeat from your past. From your ego in survival programs, you'll actually be forging new brain neuropathways, you'll be creating new peptide chemicals, you'll be opening space in your mind and your heart, and you will feel safe in life and embody the beingness of love and inspiration, even before the physical events in your life start changing and taking shape, which they will and must do. It is universal law. When you change, your reality changes and your world follows. That's how it works. Transforming beingness is the total key in order for your physical reality to change. Because the fact of the matter is you are the unseen. You are 99.9999% creating the scene, which is the tiny little percent. And that's how you've always been creating, from your consciousness level, from your vibration, from your beingness, from your God source self. So the question is not am I creating from this level? The question is what am I creating from this level? Am I creating my egoic fearful survival programs or am I creating the God source idea of who I really am? That's what we need to look at. So for those of you who are working up and creating subconscious and energetic breakthroughs, and for those of you who aren't, I want to take you through some muscle tests. I love muscle testing. It's energetically amazing to be able to really connect into our body and ask ourselves, do I have this belief system or don't I have this belief system? So... A lot of you out there in the community have, have latched on to the information and some explanations that I gave in the 30 Days to Empowered Self and also too in the new Quanta Freedom um, Healing Program that on muscle testing and there has been a blog article on it as well. I'll be posting again the, the link to muscle testing if you haven't got that information so you can try it out. But here are some muscle tests you can do in relation to the beliefs of self-love that you can do shifts on to really accelerate your self-love process to come home to that true self part of you. Because this self-love process and coming home to the expansive you, this is the very foundation of all love in your experience. There is no healthy or real love that is connected through your small limited self through your ego. That again, that love is is I want you to love me so I can feel like I love myself. That is not love. Okay, our expansive true source of love is what creates real love. So I'm going to read these through and you might find it easier on the blog, but these are just really interesting belief systems. Okay, so the first one is my source of love has to come from outside of myself. Now imagine if you get a yes to that. You know you're stuck in codependency. Okay, the next one is my source of approval has to come from outside of myself. The next one is I am unworthy of love. The next one is I am a bad person. We cannot connect to and become in our unlimited big self 
our true self. Our true self, the energy of that of source and creation and life adores us. And if we don't think we're a good person, we can't connect to it. We're disconnected from it. Okay, so the next one is I am disconnected from source energy. The next one is I have dependency genetics. Many, many, many people at a DNA level, at a gene level, have genes and DNA genetics switched on that keep you stuck in dependencies. And we need to heal at a deep level to get out of those. Okay, I judge and criticize myself is another aspect that keeps us separated from who we are. I love myself with conditions. I will only be good enough if I am hard on myself. Okay, so if you come up with any of these as a yes, and there are so many more, this is just to give you an idea. If you come up with any of these as a yes, this is disconnecting you from that big part of yourself. You cannot, you are stuck in egoic survival programs. And the egoic survival programs, which are fear, are actually beating you up and they are disintegrating you, not integrating you. So here are the quantum freedom healing shifts that we can set up as goals to turn around those belief systems. And then what happens, for those of you who are working NARP, you might really grab onto this and go, wow, especially if you came up with any yeses, you'll know how important it is to transform yourself because you start breaking through really quickly and powerfully. So we can clear all resistance by working with subconscious powerful tools. We can switch it over at a subconscious level. For those of you that aren't on NARP, you may want to work with affirmations, which is much slower and it takes longer. It's not as powerful. But for those of you that are on NARP, you have the goal setting module, which is module number 11, which is specifically can be used for shifts like this so that you can get into the true beliefs of who you really are by shifting and releasing the false premises of your egoic subconscious self. Okay, so the first shift is into, I am my own source of love. I feel and embody this energy as my natural divine state. Bang, there it is. Once that's downloaded and the old one's taken out, that was in its place. So the next one is, I am my own source of approval. I feel and embody this energy as my natural divine state. So the third one is, I am love. I see myself as source sees me, which is infinitely worthy. The next one, which was uh, the remedy to I'm a bad person, I am source energy and divine love. I am totally acceptable as I am. Okay, so the next one, I am disconnected from source energy. The remedy for that was source energy adores me, fills me and flows through me. For dependency genetics, I'm the embodiment and download of being my own source. I am full and whole and engage with others in healthy interdependent ways. There's so much freedom in that. When you lose your genetic... Um, tendencies to be stuck in dependency. When you lose those, the freedom is incredible. Okay, I love myself with conditions. That one gets shifted into I accept, embrace and support myself. Oh, sorry. I love, I had already done that one. I love, oh, I judge and criticize myself. I accept, embrace and support myself. Then I love myself with conditions. I support 
I love and accept and approve of myself unconditionally. Then the last one was, I will only be good enough if I'm hard on myself. And that one gets shifted into, I support, heal and nurture every part of me which requires my love and compassion. So I hope this radio show, it's pretty profound, it's pretty deep. It gets us a really deep look at the quantum vibrational reality of how we create our life. And I hope this article has helped you get a deeper insight into your healing and evolution so that it can help you more powerfully and directly heal. I'd really love to hear the results from those of you that have a go at the muscle testing when you read it and do it on the blog to see what your subconscious programs are really, really up to. And for anybody who is on NARP and does have the goal setting module, that if you do those shifts and feel the release and the change in energy, that you could really report uh, how that went for you. So I've really enjoyed doing this show. I love this stuff. It's just uh, such a powerful thing in my life to get out of pain and fear into love and creation and freedom. It's just beautiful and I'm very passionate about sharing it. So that's it from me, everybody. Uh, lots of love and have an awesome day and I'll look forward to your comments on the blog so I can answer. Bye-bye.